0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Center of Influence podcast. I'm Rafer Weigel, along with my co-host, Chris Johnson. Hey, Chris. Hey, Rafer. How are you today? I'm great, my friend. And you? I'm doing great. Great to be with you again. Great to be with you. And for those of you who don't know, the Center of Influence, we are all about altruism, leadership, and influence. Those are the three things that we live by and we had our first gathering last month at the five seasons burr ridge on june 24th and chris i thought it was a really good turnout for a first group and i really like the quality of people that were there i know we got a lot of people that wanted to come out and they couldn't make it because of the rain but i'm hoping that in august for our next gathering we get more people there
1: yeah i thought it was really positive Rafer, right? and you know we had some folks that literally sat in that rain to, to get there for like an hour and 45 minutes, uh, you know, we raised a little bit of money for the Hensdale Humane Society and uh, really had some impactful people in the room. And we're going to keep keep adding to that uh, as we go. But I do believe everybody that was there felt like they uh, developed some relationships and, and, uh, you know, helped out a great cause. So I thought it was a very successful evening.
0: And I've been talking to some of the people that were there uh, since then, and they were also very impressed with the energy and the vibe. And let me just say that starts with you, Chris. You are a super connector. You've been doing this a long time. Uh, I come from the world of journalism, where it's all about me, me, me. And uh, so I'm fortunate enough to meet a guy like you, who's a go giver, who's helped me realize that you got to be you got to be a giver first. And uh, and so our guest today that we're having. Fits that mold to a T. Uh, His name is Matt Hadley. He's with AP Engineering and Consulting as Director of Business Development. He grew up in Indiana, started his career in sales, banking, and finance. In his free time, he enjoys vacations, reading, podcasts, fortunately for us, riding bikes with his kids. But here's what makes him special his community outreach mission is to improve human welfare and build lasting relationships that make an impact and create positive influence. He believes when others are invested in their communities, it creates a positive influence on everyone. He's a member of several professional organizations, including charities, and his motto, relationships are the most valuable asset we have. And he's a social media influencer with the hashtag selfies with Matt and also a super connector. I think that kind of says it all, but Chris, this guy's a friend of yours, and before we introduce well, I'm going to let you introduce him, but before you do, tell us why you asked him to join us. Well, you know,
1: there's there's certain people in your life that kind of remind you of yourself and like like a lot of people like myself, you know, not everything has gone Matt's way in his life. And, And we'll get into that a little bit. But, you know, he's he's someone that that's other centered. He's altruistic. He's a leader. You know, he's created a brand that I think a lot of people have taken notice of and the, the selfies with matt thing is an incredibly innovative thing and he just he he's always meeting with people every single week and really it, it's about them and it, and it's certainly not always about matt and uh he's a shooting rocket right now because people have taken notice of that uh you know in his company uh and he's got a, a great culture that he's with we'll get into that too but i, I just love the guy and uh matt is uh, someone that
0: i admire a ton. So welcome, Matt, how do you feel about that intro?
2: Hey, I can just shut up now, Chris. I appreciate it this <laughs> this podcast is over, man. This is great. Uh, no, seriously, I, uh, I'm humbled and I appreciate the kind words, Chris. Um, you know, I, I also uh, owe a lot of my my success to, to to very very, very valuable connections and introductions you've made as well, man. it's uh, it's very rare, I'll say, that you come across someone that is very much like you and like yourself you know meaning me and you are very similar i think in our vision and our mission and that's rare i don't come across a lot of people like that and and it's cool that we're able to be as good of friends as we are too because that again it's it's rare
1: thank you and it, it it i really appreciate it now every every call that we're on matt it just feels like i get a, a nugget or a takeaway that i can take with me and uh it's always appreciated. But let's get into a little bit. You are as altruistic a person as I've ever been around, Matt. Where where does that stem from? And then kind of get into your story a little bit, you know, yeah. being being an Indiana so it'll, guy.
2: It'll, let me let me let's just tie it in that way. I think if I tell the story, I think that'll kind of help bring it bring it all to life. So um kind of how I got to where I am. But first I will start with the uh, you know, the shout outs on the selfies with Matt thing and the personal branding and the, you know, the relationships are the most valuable asset that we have. I go into every single meeting that I have uh, with a serve others first with zero expectations mentality, you know, and, and I think that's where it's gotten me to how, where, where I'm at today. Uh, because when we give first great things happen personally and professionally um, it, 100%, I believe that, but yeah. So story kind of uh quick Quick highlights: I grew up in uh, the south side off the south side of Indianapolis in Greenwood, Indiana, uh, close to where Chris Johnson went to school. Not too far from Bloomington, Indiana, which is about 30 minutes away from Bloomington. Uh, from there, uh, went to IUPUI, spent some time there. Out of school, uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, uh, got into a career in sales and banking and finance, and spent about 15 years doing that. Um, high energy guy with a big passion to make an impact in the community. And, and uh, along that journey is where I met one of the owners of the firm where I'm at now, Greg Hewer, uh, shout out for AP Engineering Consulting on this podcast. Uh, so uh, yeah, with that being said, though, it goes back to the relationship piece that I shared earlier. Uh, I was his banker probably, I don't know, 10 years ago now. And I again having the having the passion for relationships, I saw more than just a banker-client relationship. I saw a friendship that would evolve over time. So kind of jumping forward from there, uh, like I said, I spent 15 years in banking and finance and then just realized it wasn't what I wanted to do any longer. And I, I want to do the right thing, which was walk away and, and go find what I was passionate about. I started to try try my stab at my own business, and that lasted about 18 months. However, along that journey, uh, the most impactful thing that probably has happened to me in my life. And we all have those uh, moments where we say, Hey, this was my aha moment. My turning point. I was, uh, I had joined the skyline club and and was a member there. And there was a, there was a building your personal brand and personal board of advisors, uh, panel discussion. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go do that. I'm not really that good at that stuff. I think, uh, it would be, it would be impactful in my life to go and see what that's about. Took a lot of pages of notes, a whole bunch, and I still refer back to them to today. But the impactful moment, that aha moment where I really, cha- really changed my life and I did a, had to do a complete 180, the last quote that I remember being said was by the, one, of the, one of the speakers there was, if you don't take anything away from today, I leave you with this. Do you have 10 people in your network today that have access to the tools and resources to help you if you lost everything? I was like, shit. Oh, can we say bad words on here? I hope we can. If That's not, okay, sorry. buddy. You can. If not, sorry, scratch that bad word. I was like, crap. I don't think I do. Like, what does he mean by that? So I pulled him aside at the end because I, I, I seriously, I didn't know what he meant. He said, Matt, resources is people, dude. Do you have access to people? 10 of those people that have access to more people that can help you if you lost everything. I'm like, Oh, that sucks. No. I didn't, you know, and I, I, and now as I look back humbly, I was, no, I didn't, I didn't want to be the guy to raise my hand in the room and say, Hey, that's me. I don't, and look like a jackass, but I didn't, but that was my turning point, you know, and from that day forward, I've never, ever, ever looked back. And that's been four, that was about four years ago now. Um, and it's really been, uh, one of those moments where I made sure that I started surrounding myself with the right people. You know, I share a few things about that and I can't token this phrase, but your network is your net worth hundred percent. Um, you know, you want to be this one. I don't know that it's token by anyone, but I want to make sure I'm around people that can get me in the right room, whatever room that is. When you say, Hey, I want to get in the room. We all know, well, at least people that I'm surrounded with, if I say I need to be in that room, like Chris Johnson, if I said that he'd be like, I'll get you in that room. 100% 100% COI is that room when we came up to Chicago. And you said it earlier it was people waiting in the rain for an hour and 45 minutes, Chris. We actually drove about three hours and 45 minutes to come to your event. But uh, And that's how important my friendship is with you, Chris, is that we spent that time. And I value our friendship that much that we wanted to come support your event, but also be in that room with the other people that you brought together. So uh, fast forward now, That was that's my kind of my building, how I got to this relationship piece. Um, I I just I've never looked back. I I try to make three new friends every single week, uh, whether that be personal relationships or professional relationships. Again, it all ties back to you never know who you're sitting across from, you know, even if I think I'm going to be building a personal relationship which is what Chris and I did at first. Let's be honest, Chris. That's what it was. It was going to be a personal relationship. And now we have found ways to help each other. that are countless. I mean, when I say 10 people, Chris is one of those 10 people in my network that I know if I lost everything and be like, Hey, Chris, dude, lost my house, man. I'm going to come live with you in Chicago. And I can tell you probably without a shadow of a doubt, he would say, dude, pack your shit and come on up. So, um, that, that's a really humbling feeling. And I feel really good waking up every morning knowing that if something hit the fan, I, 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 confidently feel like I have 10 people now that I could call and it would be, it'd be awesome.
0: You spoke to something, Matt, that, um, that Chris and I have talked about a long time, um, a long, we've been talking about for a long time, as long as we've known each other, you know, the days of the personal and the business brand being separate, are over. There are some people who disagree with us. You're nodding in in agreement, but no, it is. It, you're speaking to your personal brand's authenticity and how it affects the business brand. Is this a newer concept for most people? You think?
2: I do. I honestly think that. I, I believe that. I, I think. I, I feel like I've come across some folks even recently, last month, two months, three months, a year, that still feel like you have to put on a facade to separate your business from your personal but I'm a 100% believe, be authentic, be yourself. One thing I forgot to mention in that whole, in another learning moment, another takeaway moment for me in that workshop was when you're reaching out to people and you're connecting with people, it's be different, but be yourself be different, but be yourself. So be authentic, but find ways to be creative and be different so that you do get noticed. So people do say, ah, I want to know that guy. And then the one other thing that I took away from that, another was get outside your comfort zone when you're connecting with people. Right. So in sales or, you know, business development, whatever you want to call it, we get ghosted and told no a million times. Right. So that's what the, that's what this guy told me. He's like, Matt, what's the worst that can happen? I said, uh, they tell me no or they don't respond. Well, shit, that happens to me every day anyway. So be different. Be different. Be authentic. But get outside your comfort zone when you're connecting with other people. Um, because your personal brand is your professional brand. I hands down, 100% believe that.
1: So, Matt, talk about the evolution of of APEC. APEC and it feels like uh, when I'm around you and Greg and Rob that everybody is in alignment. you guys talk about? culture and or is it just something that that that's natural because when i'm around you like i feel uh, there's certain people in life that make you feel better and they lift you up that's how i feel about you three guys so why is that What, what what makes you guys so special in that way
2: yeah well again it goes back to a friendship greg and i have been friends about 10 years right and then rob he introduced me to rob probably five years ago maybe four or five years ago and um when you work for an employer you're working for an employer, right? When you work with friends, you're working with friends and we can be real. Again, it goes back to being authentic, right? I feel like, in my opinion, that sometimes when some of us go to work, we maybe not be being ourselves because we feel like, oh shit, if I say a bad word or if I say something wrong or I'm I'm not acting the way that I need to and straight and sitting up straight, wearing my shirt and tie, I might get fired or written up or whatever. We have a genuine relationship where we can have an honest conversation. We trust each other. We, uh, believe in each other. We know that, you know, I know that I can have faith that if I hand off a project to Greg and Rob, they're going to take care of it and make sure the job gets done. They know that when they're sending me out every day, that I'm going to go out and I'm going to build the right relationships and I'm going to make sure I'm utilizing my time most effectively. Um, and then it just goes back to, again, in personal and professional life, you got to have fun in what you do. If you get up every day and you're like, oh shit, I got to go to work again. You're in the wrong career. My friends, whoever's in this podcast, if you get up every day and you're like, man, I don't want to go to work today. We all have those days where it's like, man, I wish I could take a day off. I'm not talking about those days. I'm talking about the days you wake up where you're like, oh, shit, I got to go to work. I get up and say, I'm so glad I get to go to work, you know, because I work with some of the best dudes on earth, but I also 100, 1000% enjoy what I, what I do. I get to go out and build relationships and be in the community and build a brand for a firm that I believe in and help two friends become uber successful. Because if I'm helping myself be successful, they're going to be successful in turn. And it's, it's, it's like, it's the perfect scenario. One of the parts that I left out of my story, I guess I, this will kind of help bring that home is, um, no shame here. I got furloughed and laid off back in 2020. Right. And when Greg and I and Rob and I sat down back in like April or May of last year, um, they, you know, they kind of said, Hey, what's going on? How's it going? I said, man, it sucks. I lost my job. And they're like, man, that's cool. That's great. I'm like, well, that's a shitty thing to say. <laughs> However, I didn't realize where this was going. Right. So then we put pen to paper and here we are now a year later. Um, oh shit. I got off on a tangent and I where I was going with that story.
0: Um You got furloughed and you guys, Yeah, got- I got
2: furloughed. Uh, oh, here's where I was going with that. Thank you. In June of last year, right. I had the opportunity. I had seven job offers laid in front of me. Right. Because of relationships. When I started meeting people back here in Indy that were, you know, some, some very influential people in the community, they're like, sure, Matt, no worries. Let me introduce you to this person. I'm going to introduce that. I had seven job offers in June of last year. I could quickly el- eliminate a few of them. One was travel to the United States, being in the sales role, go travel the country. Uh, mark that one off quick. Get back into banking and finance. Now I'm good with that. A few others down the line. But I had met Greg and Rob, back, like I said, for a lunch back in April or May. And one of those job opportunities was, was to work with them who wouldn't want to work with one of their best friends and help them when you get the opportunity to work for your friends. It's a, it's a, it's a love relationship two ways. Number one, I love what I do because again, I get to do what I want to do, what I'm passionate about doing, but someone signing a paycheck for me to do that. That's a win for them. It's a win because I don't want to let anybody down, especially good friends of mine. So it's, it's just, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It, it, everything that I'm saying right now and everything we're talking about is all tied back to relationships and maintaining authenticity and being true to yourself and being true to others when you're doing when you're doing anything.
0: And Matt, it sounds like you also have to have true intentions, because if you're talking about authenticity, and if somebody's just a taker and they're transactional, that's eventually going to come out. And you bring up a really good point that something that if I could, you know, if I could go back in time five years, what I would tell myself when I was gainfully employed in media is don't wait until you're unemployed to start networking. Yeah. I mean, and that was my biggest mistake. I lost my job as a news anchor, and then I started networking. Well, had I been doing that for five years, it would have been a different story. And that was because I was looking at it from a transactional standpoint. Well, I don't need any help, so why am I going to network? Well, yeah. had I gone about it looking at, well, how can I help other people, then I would have built up this net worth that you're you're talking about. So um so kids learn from Matt because he because he speaks the truth and it's a and it's a good story.
1: Yeah. God, right. I love the, the passion you live with. And, you know, the, the background is as uh wild as your passion for, for what you do here, but what, what does center of influence mean to you? And, and do you see yourself as that and who else in your life? I mean, you and I are in a group in Indianapolis that we both love, you know, Aaron Stanton, Jason, all doing fantastic work. Tell me what you get out of those guys, because, uh, you know, those are special people.
2: Yeah. So when I spoke of being connected to some of the the great greatest people in the city, those were two of the names, the two of the guys that I, I was referring to. Um, I mean, those guys are much like you and I, Chris. It's like, man, they they generally care about people and they want to help make an impact, right? And that's uh, it's really cool to see. Um, you know, and so synergize to me is is an in, it is a time to really reflect on true relationships and helping other people. Right. There isn't, there is no time in that, in that group for take takers. Like uh, Rafer was saying is there's no taking in that, in that relationship with the all, however many members there are, there's hundreds, whatever that looks like. Um, But it's, it's, it's a time that I look forward to every single month out of every, every year, because it's a time to get together with people that I've built some really solid friendships with, you know, and, and it's been really cool to see, uh, what's come to life there's no better feeling to me than when I connect two people and I watch what happens later is seeing like the impact like Matt do you remember when you introduced me to Cat Edmonds? I'm like yeah like we're working together to creating our own nonprofit I'm like man like it almost brings tears to your eyes when stuff like that happens because you're like oh, I didn't provide anything financial I didn't provide any really advice all I did was use my network. To help someone else. And that's what was told to me four years ago of make sure you have access to tools and resources to help. And that's what, and if that's the best or worst thing that I can do, that's a win, my friend. And then COI centers of influence. What does that mean to me? Um, it's awesome to see Chris that, uh, that 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 altruism that you're making an impact to give back to nonprofits, but also bringing into the room some very influential people in the Chicagoland area, which I'm not familiar with. I'm I'm, I'm not there every day, but the people I met there last month when I was up there were awesome. You know, there were a couple of people from Indy there too, um, which uh, also you know are, are great 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 friends as well. Um, but some of those people I met, man, are, are going to be the opportunity to work directly with. That's really, really, really cool, man. When you can put people together that have the help others mentality, but also know to get down to business at the end of the day, like, Hey man, how can we help you? And how can we help each other? Uh, you can't be scared to have those conversations when you're building relationships. You know, that came up on the last podcast I was on that you that you may have listened to. Um, you know what, when you know the intentions of the meeting going into it, that helps out hundred percent. If you know, Hey, you know what? Yes. We're going to talk about business Chris Johnson So make sure you're not scared to talk about money or about situations. And it's okay to tell me, no, you don't want to do that. Then I know going in that, hey, we're going to talk about a relationship and maybe how we can help each other. And if nothing else happens about us becoming friends, cool. But a center of influence, you put people in the room that, that already know the expectation is, hey, if somebody's going to come to you and talk about business, let's talk about it. Let's not be afraid to do that.
0: So rigorous honesty is what you're basically talking about. And some people seem to shy away from that, which is kind of interesting to me. You know, it's it's odd that this has become such this uh, major paradigm shift in terms of being authentic and being a go-giver. Like this is some revolutionary idea, um, but it does seem to be uh, somewhat different. And, uh, and so what I guess my question is, is, you know, people say, well, how do, we, how do you have enough hours in the week to do that? How many hours a week would you say you spend networking, Matt? And how do you balance that with not only putting in a full-time job, but also you're, you're a father as well, yes?
2: That's right. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, it's tough, man. I, I always leave every day when I leave where, whatever office I'm at or the last person I see, I say, hey, do you have about eight hours more that you can give to me today? Because I need about eight more hours. Um, because here's the situation, Rafer and Chris, when you start talking to somebody and there's some synergy involved, You never want to leave that meeting, right? When you guys are helping, when you're helping each other and you're talking to somebody, it just happened to me today. I was at a lunch. I'm like, oh man, it's been an hour and 45 minutes already. And I got to go to my next appointment. That's cool when that conversation happens. So what I've done now though, is I really truly have to look at my calendar now and allocate time to your point. I have at the end of the day, I have an obligation to generate revenue for AP Engineering and Consulting. Again, shameless plug for AP Engineering and Consulting. Uh, but I have an obligation to generate that revenue, right? So I have to be honest to Greg and Rob and say, look, yes, I am going out and I'm conducting meetings today to build the brand for AP Engineering and Consulting. But it also goes back to what I said earlier, which is you just never know who you're sitting across from. I'm a I'm a believer in as I do. We all do some research. Let's let, probably I'm guessing of. Who are we meeting? You got LinkedIn. You got Facebook. You got a lot of resources where you can look up like, who is Chris Johnson? Who is this dude? And who does he have in his network that I should ask him about in the event that we can't help each other directly, which Chris and I don't work in the same industry, but indirectly, we, we know enough people that we can make introductions to help each other. So that's what I do so that I make sure I'm using my time most effectively. If I'm, if I'm in a personal quote unquote, again, personal relationship building meeting, I still have that agenda or I know who I'm gonna ask them in their network that I'd love to get an introduction to. Another thing I'll add about building relationships, when I started out doing this, the way I kind of built my network the way I do I have it now is I would leave my my meetings asking, Hey Chris, you're the coolest dude on earth, man. Who are three other people just like you that I should meet? You know what I mean? And I see there you
0: nobody. there's nobody me. like you, dude.
2: You well, know, that's true. That's right. There is only <laughs> one Chris Johnson. That's true. But If you still know that that person is is as awesome as Chris and you say, hey, I need to meet three other people who are those top three people I should meet. That's a win, because now, yes, you had an hour of a personal building relationship meeting, but now you're going to have three other people. They know your story, so they know three people that you should be connected to. And then at the end of the day, yes, I have an obligation of being a father as well. So it's a it's a challenge to put it all together. However, when you go into every meeting with an agenda built in your mind of is this a personal relationship or is this going to be we're going to talk business and you have that expectation set up front, you're going to win.
1: Can it is be that, both? Does that change though? Yeah, can you get into something Matt, where you think it's a certain direction and it goes another direction?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So let's for example, let's say hey, this is a uh, I, I would say the, the end where it's probably going to change the most would be you're going in thinking this is a building your relationship personally. And it turns into be, Oh my God, shoot. I didn't know you used to work for ABC, which is a, which is somebody I've been trying to get an introduction to for the last 10 years. Right. And they just happened to leave that company, you know, or they, maybe they even worked work there. And I, I didn't do a good enough job of my research. I'm like, Holy cow. We were just going to hang out and drink coffee and talk, shoot the shit. And here we are. And you work directly for ABC man, this is perfect. You know? So yeah, you can shift that going back the other way from professional. Absolutely. Because I go in, when I start any meeting personally, professionally, business person, whatever it is, I don't lead with, Hey man, I'm, I'm with AP engineering consulting. I'm the director of business development. I chase developers and architects and, and general contractors all day long. I, I'm going to lose if I do that. Right. I want to know your story, how you got to where you're at, what your family's about. And then we can talk business because no matter what product or service you're offering to anybody, you've got to have a relationship. It's really weird if somebody just picks up the phone and say, Matt Hadley, I heard you were the coolest dude. I saw your post on LinkedIn. I need you to come do a phase one environmental site assessment on my site. That Chances of that happening are, are slim to none. You know, um, So either way, you've got to build a relationship no matter which avenue you're taking. So, so you're Matt,
0: trying- I mean, this is – go ahead, Rayford. No, no, no. I was just going to say, you're talking about the art of human relations, which is, it which is making a comeback. Um, I had a question what it was like working with, very few of us who've worked in corporate America can honestly say we've worked with are good friends. You know, maybe you make a couple of friendships with a few folks here and there, but you know, everybody goes to a job where they're working with somebody that maybe they're not a fan of. Um, But you know, one of the advantages of somebody where you don't care about if you hurt their feelings or not is you can have those difficult conversations as long as you keep it professional. But when you're talking about dealing with somebody who you genuinely like, excuse me, I'm getting notifications here on my computer. You work with people you genuinely like. So how does that dynamic um, shape out when you have to have possible confrontations, difficult conversations? Does it take on a different dynamic in that regard?
2: Yeah. So every two weeks, we have a business development meeting, right? And that's my opportunity to share what I've worked on, but it's also the ownership's opportunity to say, eh, Here's your constructive feedback, Matt. Like we need to have, that's not a time where there's not much joking in that meeting. I guess I can say there's not many smiles and grins and not too much, uh, diverting away from what the topic at hand is, which is Matt, we need to know what you've been doing. You know, we've given you free reign to kind of go out here and we're trusting you're building relationships. This is your chance to prove that to us, but it's also my chance to shine and say, Hey guys, look at what we're doing and look at how much of an impact we're making. Um, I I think that maybe probably answers your, hopefully answers your question because there's not a lot of other than that time. It's a, it's a, it's a, (coughs) excuse me. It's a light environment. Like when I say light environment, like Greg and Rob are the best dudes I could ever work for. And I genuinely mean that um, because they, they want to make sure we're doing right. What's right for our clients, but they also want to make sure the employees are having fun and engaged and, and we're all there for a mission. Um, So that's our, are you know twice a month we're having those heart-to-heart conversations where there's not a lot of there's no side conversation it's directly right. about this is what we're doing and this is why it matters
0: yeah it's like a relationship like with anybody else you compartmentalize you know there's time to have fun and then there's time to get down to business and you know we're, we're going to put our feelings off to the side and we're going to just be honest with one another and and i guess the, the key is not to take it personally
2: that's right which speaking of that I, this would be a good a good plug for greg himself um they 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 been very construct very uh yeah offering some very constructive feedback of my linkedin which i feel like my linkedin profile is uh pretty good shameless plug for matt hadney on linkedin go and look it up um uh, but uh, my LinkedIn profile, I feel like I've I've been, uh, thanks to David Inman and a few other folks at the Connected organization, some other shout outs for some good friends, um, have been instrumental in helping me with my LinkedIn profile. But it wasn't set up to the way that Greg felt like it should be to deliver the message of, hey, you work for AP Engineering Consulting, not Matt Hadley. But that kind of goes back to that personal brand and professional brand thing. And we had that Difficult conversation, Rafer, that you mentioned specifically of, look, guys, this is my LinkedIn. Yeah, but you work for AP Engineering. That conversation got got heated, actually. let's show, I'm going to just call it what it is because that's a fine line where I think even in corporate America, it's tough. There's a thing called freedom of speech, freedom of whatever that, you know what? That's my personal connection. Now, he's right, 100%. I work for AP Engineering Consulting. I'm also building a brand. But like I said, Matt Hadley's brand right now is AP Engineering Consulting. And AP Engineering Consulting is, is branding off of what I'm doing. So I had to make some changes and things. But that, that I'm glad I thought of that because that was one of those difficult conversations where it was, it was heated. It was not a, it wasn't a comfortable situation for me, I know. Uh, and it definitely, uh, it got, words got louder than they typically do in meetings. Um, but I'm passionate about my LinkedIn. And I, I think Chris will know, that's how he and I connected. He saw my LinkedIn, he must've liked the bald the bald head that I have or something. I, I'm not sure what it was, but uh, <laughs> something attracted him to reach out to me. And and it's it's been the greatest relationship that I can have. He's one of those top 10 that I mentioned earlier. But I'm not passionate about my LinkedIn. And I'm like, no, I'm not making those changes. Well, then when I thought about it after that meeting was over, like, no, it's the right thing to do because my brand is AP Engineering Consulting right now.
0: And Chris, I want to I want to ask you, Chris. Why you you you're also a go giver? I feel like I I feel like when we have these these podcasts, Chris, I should be interviewing you as much as we interview the guests because you walk the walk as well. And 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 the fact that you guys developed this relationship just out of LinkedIn. Why don't you talk about why you reached out to Matt, and and how that relationship developed?
1: Well, in a lot of ways, Rafer, I see Matt as my alter ego. A lot of the things that that he posts are things that that, that I would do myself. And he's just somebody that I have a, a great deal of admiration and respect for, because it's just not about, as I said, at the beginning of the podcast, it's not about Matt. And, and I want to ask Matt, we're going to, that leads me into the next question, Matt, What? how do you define success? Because I think if you do enough good stuff on the front side, it, it leads to things. And like you have here lately, you know, in our conversations that have struck, struck gold as far as, You know, you go through this life and you're, you're packing away and you feel like you're climbing the mountain. And then at some point you're starting to look down on that mountain because of all the things that you've done for other people. Like, when did you feel like that happened for you? And why has that happened to you lately?
2: So if I'm hearing you, that's a two-part question. So how do I find, how do I define success? I, I feel like personally, I define success of how, by how many people am I able to make an impact for, right? And if that's connecting other people to help others, uh, to me, that that's success um, because I, I, don't, I don't look for accolades. I don't look for a pat on the back. I don't look for um, awards, none of that, because my belief, my opinion is when you help other people first, that shit all comes back to you all the time when you're not even expecting it. The best days in the world are when you pick up your phone and you see an introduction from Chris Johnson or whoever, specifically Chris Johnson, if it's a great day, the introduction would be from Chris Johnson, but it would say, Hey Matt, meet my great friend, Rafer, Rafer, meet Matt. You two are the two of the greatest dudes on earth. You should connect. And you know what, when you build good relationships with the other person who's sending that intro, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, I know every introduction Chris Johnson sends to me is valuable and I'm going to get something from this. Um, so again, success personally for me is how many people I'm able to help every day. Professionally success is when you get those emails, right? I mean, you know, when you get someone that's making an introduction that just kind of did your job for you almost, because if I'm out building my brand and sharing my story enough times, people are going to say, Matt Hadley's a good dude and I want to help. (laughs) So people make those introductions to a, uh, a large general contractor in Chicago. Um, for example, and we do work immediately, almost right after that introduction. Right, we come to Chicago last year, October-ish, whatever. We leave two or three weeks later. We're doing work in Chicago. That's 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 success personally and professionally for me.
0: This must be an Indiana thing, right? You guys, a couple of Indiana guys, homespun. I mean, I thought it was all a bunch of BS, but it's the real deal. You guys are just as, it's a, its those Midwestern roots, man. You know, we Chicagoans, we kind of go back and forth between, you know, a little bit of that 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 friendly Midwestern until we think you want something from us. And then we're going to cross on the other side of the street. So we can learn something from you, from you Indiana guys in Chicago.
2: Yeah, there's more than corn in Indiana, Rafer. <laughs> And basketball i may not have heard that But that's a, I know Chris Johnson Knows what I'm talking about That's a Indiana Beach commercial I think it is
1: Yeah, yeah i <laughs> solo Indiana right
0: Yeah No you guys are the real deal Salt of the earth And it's a uh It's awesome. It's amazing. And I think Chicagoans would disagree with me. Yeah, we're normal people. You know, you get a couple of gin and tonics in us and you know, we're going to be friendly, which is anyway, that was my horrible (laughs) Chicago invitation. Um, What was your take on Chicago? If you're not, if you're not getting there too often, uh, Matt, you got up there for the, for the gathering. I know we were way outside the city, but what was your, what's your take on our region?
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. I mean, I've I've already made some good friends, uh, not as good as Chris Johnson friends, but we've made, I've made some, I've built some good relationships there. So, Kind of quick backstory. I don't think Chris ever really answered the question on how we got connected really on LinkedIn. He diverted it back to me. So that's a good way of uh, re re diverting the question, Chris. But uh, anyway, uh, we got got together. We came up there, like I said, about October, I think, of last year, you know, and Chris uh, did a fine job of putting the right people in the room. We had some developers in the room, some general contractors, some architects all in a room last year. um, And we were at the the name escapes me. It's in the uh, Sears the Tower. The Metropolitan Club. There you go, the Metropolitan Club. Um, and uh, we all got together and hung out for a couple hours. And sure enough, I built some good relationships with some folks. Um, so here we are. Fast forward now to, what was that, June? Yeah, June, during the COI event, I, it was an easy an easy conversation for me to have with the owners of AP Engineering Consulting and say, hey, guys, You know, we need to go back up and visit Chris, and he's got this cool thing that he's going to start called Center of Influence. We came up; uh, what was going to be a three-day trip got cut down by a day just because of some issues that happened back home. But uh, it's that much of an we 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 feel that fondly of Chris and that fondly of our new friendships that we've made in Chicago that we're going to be coming up probably once a quarter ish, Uh, and that's a uh, that's a proud proud uh, accomplishment, I would say based on the fact that we just built this relationship in what a year ago. Um, that, that says a lot for Chris, you know, that uh, we're, we're going to be up that much.
1: Yeah. I appreciate that. You know it's an investment it's an yeah. investment in people. We talk about KPIs with, with this group, you know, but I look at you as a, a key person of influence, right. And then that's a different spin on KPIs and, and, and then you got the regular KPI. We're talking about your, your profits and things like that. But I think that, that investment in people is is just a much more satisfying existence uh, than any profit that you're going to have. And then uh, hopefully each of them line up to each other. But, um, you know, th- this is the way we live. And, you know, I think we both come from from good families. It starts there. You know, and I talked about that the last podcast about my father and my mother. I mean, I, I'm, I'm never ashamed to say I love my mother and I love my father. I'll be the first to to say that to anybody and never be bashful about it my dad's 80 my mom's 75 battled cancer uh, a couple of times so every day that I get with my mom is a blessing and uh, dad and I talk about hoops every single day and uh, I'm grateful for that for that time so as we're heading out the door Matt what do you want your legacy to be how do you want to be remembered I mean you've you've gone through your career and I'm grateful that you've uh, you're our second guest but how do you want to be remembered
2: yeah, I, I'd love for my for my legacy to be left. as this dude uh, was the, one of the most genuine people on earth, and he truly cared about helping other people. Uh, and he le- left a le- left a lasting impact on everybody's life. You know, it goes back to that. Is it Michelangelo's quote that says people people will never people may forget what you said, people may forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Right. And I want to be left with the legacy. I should, I could, you know, the running joke still around here is, you know what? I don't even know what Matt does. You know, that's the running joke. Like people still don't know what Matt Hadley does. <laughs> what they do. And, and Ray, for are laughing, but it's, it's dead serious. i have people still say, Matt, what the hell do you do? You've got the coolest <laughs> job in the world. Well, you know what? They see the selfies with Matt. I'm celebrating other people, man. When you celebrate other people, you win. Everybody listen on this podcast, that's going to be my leave. My, my my leave with you now. If you don't have ten people in your network that are as cool as Chris Johnson, make make it a make it a point to do that. And if you're not serving other people and you you don't have a legacy to live by celebrating others, that that's what it's all about, my friends. That's what it's all about. Like it's really really cool when you celebrate other people and you see that it gets. Here, here's here's the last thing I'll leave, and then I, I know we're on our way out. If I were to post myself, take a selfie of myself and post. Man, Matt Hadley's one of the coolest guys. He works for AP Engineering Consulting. Uh, you got to meet this guy. I'm going to get two likes, maybe that. Chris Johnson and maybe Rafer would like my post. When I celebrate someone else on LinkedIn or Facebook, any of my, any of my social media handles, they get likes after likes after likes and comments after comments. You know, I just did one uh, of a friend of mine uh, last week. And she got like she's at like 68 likes right now on, on LinkedIn and all these comments about, man, I never knew her name was really Betsy and I never knew she got a new job. I get, You got to listen to people's stories, man. Nobody I can look up on LinkedIn and tell you what Chris does. What I can't look up is what his story is. And that's what I want to do when I'm meeting someone. I want to celebrate them and be able to share their story so that other people can see that. It's a win, man.
0: Mad, you are the real deal, my friend. A lot of people talk this talk, but don't actually walk it, and uh, this is my first time, well, it's actually my second time meeting you. Yeah, I met you at Center of Influence, but this is my first time having an in-depth conversation with you, and you are 100% authentic, and it was a very insightful conversation. I know you mean what you say, and I think a lot of us should follow your example.
2: Hey, my friends. I'll be up on the 22nd, too, by the way, for uh signature. There's a signature event, or what is that? Strategic yeah, Industry looks- League and... And Signature Network. I'm up next week, so we'll have to we'll have to grab coffee real quick or something while I'm up there.
0: And Chris, why don't That's you plug great, our man. next events?
1: Yeah, August twenty-sixth, uh, TBA as far as location. Charity, the uh, not-for-profit Dad's of Steel. My good, good friend David Steele uh, is going to be the charity. And uh, look us up uh, Center of take a look at all the good stuff we're doing. We have some very, very good people getting involved and uh, excited for August 26th.
0: All right, Matt, thank you so much. Have a great day and the rest of uh, the week.
1: You too,
2: guys. Talk soon. Thank you, Matt. See ya.